You are the light of the world. A city on a hill cannot be hidden. Nor do people light a lamp and put it under a basket. But on a stand. And it gives light to the whole house. In the same way, let your light shine before others. So that they may see your good works. And give glory to your Father in heaven. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. You are the light of the world. And the light of the world is for everyone. Hello, everyone. It's so good to have you joining me on day three of our 21 days of prayer, which is in conjunction with our sermon series, Be a Light. Jesus said, you are the light of the world. So we're praying a simple but profound single prayer over these 21 days. And that is, God, show me how to be a light. Listen, I know your lives are busy. I know minutes are precious. And the last thing you want is someone adding one more thing to your to-do list. And we're all tempted to say, you know, perhaps... When this season of my life is over and we're all tempted to say, you know, when, when my kid gets kids get older or when things calm down at work and, and it's not as stressful. And maybe we're tempted to say, you know what, I have the heart to be a light, but right now I simply do not have the time. And, and I get it because neither do I. My schedule is full because when I leave church in the afternoons, I'm, we, we say we run the swim shuttle. I get it. But what if I could offer you a few ways that you could be a light that aren't going to take one more second of your time? Ways to be a light, just kind of where you are. And let me explain. In Matthew 28, Jesus gives the following command. He says, therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Teach these new disciples to obey everything, obey all the commands I have given you. Now, the verse I just read you is from the New Living Translation, and it's, it's a great translation. But I think for this particular verse, a better translation is, therefore, as you go, make disciples. In other words, make disciples wherever you are. No, no special trips. Just be a light where you are. No, hey, we're going to go out today and we're going to you know, evangelize. No, none of that. Just... Just be a light where you naturally go within the rhythms of your week. This is way more natural for all of us. It'll feel less awkward for everyone involved. And it'll feel much less like a, like a task to check off. And most importantly, do you know who modeled just being a light wherever you are? Jesus. Wherever Jesus went, or wherever he happened to be, he, he was a light. So wherever you happen to be, where, whatever environment you're in, if you're playing pickup basketball, if you're, if you're coaching baseball, if you're picking up kids from swim, if you're at work, be a light wherever you are. Because here's, here's the thing. All of us go to, to, to gas stations. All of us go to restaurants. We, we wait with other people to pick up our kids from fill in the blank extracurricular activity. We're all at supermarkets and convenience stores. We all go to these places every single week. We're all around people who are disconnected from Jesus every single week. And with just a little forethought, these mundane errands can turn into an opportunity to be alike. Go to the same gas station, the, the same stores, the same restaurants, get, get to know the people there, establish a rapport with them. 
which might lead to some spiritual conversations or even just an invitation to, hey, come check out FCC. It's a great place. We love it. Maybe you would like it too. Here's what I also know. Many of you, you work out, run, play golf, tennis, boat, go fishing, ride motorcycles, work on cars, have crafts that you do, uh, or some other hobby. We all have these things, these natural places where we are connected to people who are disconnected from Jesus. And these are great places to be intentional about being a light. Take advantage of these activities uh, that you can use to build bridges with those who are disconnected uh, from Jesus. Let me, let me give you an example. Right after I graduated from Bible college, I got a job driving a delivery truck for Office Depot. And, uh, and during my first year while working for Office Depot, I, there was a couple guys that I worked with and every now and then they would ask me some kind of a spiritual question or a Bible question. And, and we would just kind of start this rapport and these conversations and we would talk about scripture sometimes at work and kind of what this meant or what, how does this, what does this mean with this? And these guys would ask me questions and, and this went on for about a year, nothing forced, just kind of took advantage of, of natural opportunities and, and, and when those, when those arose. And, and one of the guys after about a year, just kind of out of the blue suggested that we should get together after work, um, like one night a week and, and study scripture. And wasn't my idea. It was actually his. And here's the thing. And, and that led to some, some awesome conversations in Bible study with those guys. But, but leading up to that, you know, the degree of difficulty of what I did with those guys was probably on level one. It was very simple. It was just taking advantage of the natural conversations that occurred in our workplace throughout a year. And just, just talking about scripture, talking about God, talking about, you know, some theology stuff. Uh, some of, you know, sometimes we, we would laugh about stuff, but just allowing those natural conversations to happen not pushing it, but just being there and being ready to take advantage of those moments when they arose. Finally, you know, the, one of the last places, as I just mentioned, working at Office Depot, your workplace is a great place to be a light. Maybe you work somewhere that employs 100 people. That's okay. Who are the one to two people or one to two coworkers that you have maybe feel like an infinity with, that you maybe sense some, some spiritual openness in? or people who've maybe asked you about something because they maybe they know that you're a believer, who are those people? Because once you identify them, you can focus on them when you're taking breaks or you're stopping to eat lunch. And here's the thing, when you're not with them, pray, be patient, and just see what God does. But the main thing is, is as you go, wherever you are naturally, we're in the natural rhythms of your week, in those places, be a light. And I wonder what God might do. How can he use you over these next few weeks, over the next year? Who knows? But pray, be patient, and see what he can, he can do with you. And how God might use you to be a light in the darkness by simply being a light in the regular places of your week. Who knows what he could do if you are a light in those regular places. Let's pray. Father, we love you. Uh, we thank you for Jesus. We thank you for the fact that he set this example that no matter where he went, he was a light for you. He was a light for the kingdom. And people were drawn to him and lives were changed. And, and we're told that that same power dwells within us because we have the Holy Spirit. So my prayer is that for myself and anyone watching this video is that you would show us how to be a light in just the places where we are the places where we find ourselves in the natural rhythms of our week. 
And we pray that you would help us to be a light in those places. Show us the people who we can help connect to you. And we ask and pray all these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, you guys have a fantastic day. We'll see you back tomorrow.